You can do that, eh? But you can't get a rope onto a cow without having your horse pulled flat and you knocked head over heels. Tom sighed again, nodding gently as he admitted the truth of this accusation. I could bulldog him better, he suggested in his mild way. You could bulldog him, could you? Now look at here. Are we working on a ranch or are we running a circus? I ask you that, Fuller. The answer was so obvious that even Tom Fuller did not speak. He waited, a haunted look in his eyes. If you see a heifer again the skyline, could you tell by the manner of her kicking what kind of flies was at her? inquired the boss. Tom Fuller was silent. Can you handle a branding iron? The boy shook his head. When I sent you down to run the new wire on that southeast fence last week, what happened afterward? The cows busted through the next day, admitted the boy. This frankness did not appease the boss. And they tramped down forty acres of good new wheat, and the old man'll give the dickens to who? To you? No, to me. To me! I'm likely to get the sack because I put a muttonhead on such a job. Cowpuncher. You couldn't herd sheep. It was the most terrible condemnation to which a cowpuncher could listen, and the boy hung his head. You couldn't herd sheep, thundered Pete Stringham, raising his voice still higher. Who told you that you could work cows? That's what I'd like to know. Nobody ever told me, admitted the boy. Again, the circle smiled. They were kindly enough, but it pleased them to watch the grilling of the new man. Not one of them but had had extra work thrust upon his shoulders by the appalling inefficiency of the new hand. They watched, and they only partially swallowed their grins when the blank, tormented eye of the boy fell upon their faces. Who dropped the whiskey jug last night and busted it to bits when everybody was hanging his tongue out for a drop, went on the boss. I did, sighed the boy. Dark looks greeted him all around. This was too serious a matter for smiling. Who spilled the steak into the coffee pail and left us without no supper to speak of at the camp? I did, admitted Tom Fuller. Bah! snorted the boss. Who left the gate unlocked on the horse corral? Let them mustangs go rampin' over the half of creation. I did, said the boy. You did. You're darn right you did and the rest of us toiled and cussed and wore out horses trying to get them back, and they still won missing. You been here seven days. Can you tell me seven things that you've managed to do for the ranch? Tom Fuller thought desperately. His face suddenly flushed, for he blushed very easily, and his forehead nodded. I, he hesitated, I shot seven coyotes and a couple of wolves, boss he said at last. You shot some varmints, the boss said, more furious than ever. Sure, this here has been a kind of a hunting trip for you. This here has been kind of a pleasure outing for you. And I say that you've been out having your good time on a dude ranch and getting paid for it. Is that right? Tom Fuller rubbed his big knuckles across his forehead. I was trying to recollect the pleasure, boss, he said slowly. There was a brief roar of laughter at this. It ended soon.
they were afraid to miss some of this man-baiting by covering it with their noise. You were trying to recollect it, Pete Stringham sneered. And doggone my hide if I can recollect any pleasure that we've had out of you. If anybody can, let him speak up. He dropped his hands on his hips and glared around the circle, but no one spoke. If there were any heart that beat in sympathy with a persecuted new hand, its owner remained silent. It was not worthwhile to challenge Stringham on such a minor point. Jobs were none too plentiful on the range at that season. Stringham turned back on the persecuted man. I want to know, he said, what you gotta say for yourself. The boy was silent. He swallowed hard. And before his eyes there rose up the prospect of no work.